Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this eve of Christmas Eve. I love that Lori has coined it that. I'm sure it's been around for a long time, but I'm going to run yes. with it. No, I didn't coin it forever because yeah. I love it. The eve before Christmas Eve. <laughs> so let's hang out and have a little fun, guys. Okay. All right, I know you want to go back to the Sandra Bernhard story. I really do because we did Madonna. not get to spend any time on it, but I will say, so I, I saw this last night, and, you know, every once in a while I want to say I told you so. But what do you I, want to tell I don't me know so? why. I just, I don't know why. I just, you always want to defend Madonna still, and I love oh, that yeah. about you because you are loyal to the end. Listen. But I think when you sent me the picture of her upside down with her fanny in the air yeah. and her fishnet stockings... <laughs> That was her Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving with her butt up in the air underneath yeah. her bed. Yeah. I thought, okay, yeah. maybe, maybe, no, it isn't. Maybe there's trouble in Madonna Lori Paradise. I, I will always love Madonna's music and Same. everything that she's done and all of that. But I, it drives the last five years. The have last, been hard. it's been it's a very been really hard, hard on our one one way relationship. <laughs> Just like this sex in the city thing is very hard for me because then just oh. like that, they've wrecked it for me. Oh. My neighbor said she went back and rewatched all of the old sex in the city and the two movies because it was just fun because she was so disappointed in the two. And her son had never seen the nipple episode. Oh, gosh. And I said, geez, we remember the big funny party we had at Boom for the nipple yes. episode? when Because they, out uh, from in Sex and the City, they'd never... Uh, taken an outside idea and the writer's for the story for line. a storyline, and, and they had tons of people sending them because because they it, did products, sex products, and everything all the time. It, no, 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 but it, it, nothing was placed. I understand. They didn't do product placement. All the ideas came from the writers' room. So you know when by the time and you know we I wrote to them when it was season three. It made it on season four, and so we had this big party at this bar called Boom, which is now. Bulldog on, oh, on yeah. Hennepin. Yeah. Love the Bulldog. And it was a Monday night. and I still have my pants. I still have my shoes from that party. Yeah, I still have <laughs> my pants. My fancy shoes. Mm-hmm. But so many people came. It was a Monday night. And it was so packed. And, and our buddy Charlie Rounds, who was one of the co-owners, said they never in the seven years or whatever that they own it sold more booze. Nice. On a Monday on, on on any night. That's awesome. Than at that party. And then Phillips Vodka, they had just introduced the, the, the flavored. flavored. And you'd hooked us up. And I asked. Oh, um, two of my hot younger girlfriends, if they'd wear the nipples, and then I rented the uh, cigarette, cigarette boxes, trays, and, and, they and they walked around, around with shots. shots and gave away nipples. Oh gosh! And it was it's season and two four. couples are still married from that really? party. Really, season four, episode six, mm-hmm. "Baby Talk Is Cheap" is the name of our nipple episode. And like you said, Lori, 
I mean, like I was with a group of people who never even knew that we were involved, you know, and we have a patent and all yeah. that kind of stuff. We, 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 you, it, we, it, was, it happened such a long time ago. You're like, well, how long are you, you going to just keep bragging about we, that? But I feel, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm having such a hard well, we time. We were so passionate about it. I mean, you we were, were passionate first. We were on, but we were I on know. the set. And I really felt like even when I did meet Kristen Davis at the Michael Kors show at Fashion Week, which and Brian Park. Yeah. And when I, but when I met her and when I, you know, my friend that helped me with the, you know, the, uh, the press release that we did, I really felt like, you know, either Sarah Jessica Parker's character or, or Kim Cattrall, either Kim, Samantha or Carrie, they would have heard about these nipples as it was like getting all these getting the buzz on the street one of them would have gotten it so to me it made perfect sense to fit on that show right i don't know i don't understand and, and i don't know if they killed off dr or mr big because they knew all these the allegations were coming i wonder i i don't know the only reason i say i don't know about that is because I believe they talked as long as like two or three years ago when there was going to be a Sex in the City. They thought there was going to be a movie three, and then they right. made it seem like they had it all set. And then Kim Cattrall, right? Samantha bailed out. But that was always the rumor was mm-hmm. that he was going to, uh, she was either going to be divorced or sure. kill him off. Yep, yep, yep. So okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like because now there's uh, another one, two more women. It's up to five women now who have very similar stories yeah. about. Um, him yes and i would just say to his wife to call georgina chapman mm-hmm. harvey weinstein's wife all right so i yeah. want to go back to go yeah. back to this um just, uh, yeah how to get out of a marriage uh no i want to talk about sandra bernard oh sandra bernard no yes. i just want to go back and visit it one last time because yeah. she said something that i think we both you know there are a few people that are untouchable and i feel like they don't listen to michael jackson was one that didn't listen to anyone around him you couldn't tell him it was he just it didn't matter madonna's one it doesn't matter if you tell her anything i don't feel like she has a sounding but i'm trying to think of other people that big and iconic and in their moment that they just don't listen to any sensibilities kanye west <laughs> but Maybe, he's not that big. Well, but but, but a little bit of Kanye West, where he doesn't listen to anybody. But we never knew why she and Sandra Bernhardt. No, because they were very good friends for well, three whole years. The, and how they even met is um, we're talking uh, Madonna and Sandra Bernhardt. I mean, they became first friends in the late eighties. So okay. that means that New York City, New York City, yeah. and Madonna is must be you know like famous for five years. Oh, at least because I think Holiday came out in like 82 Two, or 83. Okay, so I think Madonna was big time famous because the end of the 80s, she had already met Sean Penn. Yes, and was, they, she and Sandra Bernhard appeared on a 1988 episode uh, with David Letterman. Yeah, and Sandra Bernhard was an up-and-coming com- comedian and stand-up comedy, and she was very funny and very brassy. Yeah. And, and they, you could see where they would love each other. Yeah, and it's considered kind of one of the most iconic late night TV interviews, the two of them yes. on with Letterman. And um, if you want to take a look at it. It's that would kinda... be fun to YouTube because all of Madonna's interviews with Letterman are YouTube worthy. Yeah, and I always thought that the reason that their friendship broke up is that they had a friendship that um, turned sexual. You know what? I think that That's, that was out there for a while. Yeah. I would go with you there. Yeah. yeah. That, that, and then when yeah. the, then, then it just ended. And then it ended just like yeah. anytime when you sleep with somebody who's a friend, 
you know, you have sex and then, you know, should you or shouldn't you? That's right. It could ruin the friendship. I always thought that's what ruined the friendship. She's not kissing and telling. She is just saying, um, she had one cutting line that Madonna doesn't have. Yeah, because she was keep in, relationships for long, right? And, and she, that's telling. Their friendship imploded after the release of Truth or Dare, which was the video, nineteen ninety one, the documentary. Yep. And you know, in Us Weekly, a couple years ago, she told Us Weekly that we're cool with each other. You know. You know, people move on. You have your life. I have a daughter, my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And in 2011, she told Wendy Williams she wished her friendship with Madonna had lasted longer. Certain people can't handle those kinds of friendships. That's not my style. And so I don't know what kind of that cryptically meant. And then when she said to this latest... um, Madonna doesn't keep friendships for long. It's hard for somebody like her. She really doesn't want somebody around who reflects too much of who she is. Therefore, her relationships just don't last. And Lori Hollywood spoke that as she doesn't like people around her age, but I don't know. Well, somebody who knew her when. Yeah. And because of someone, if you keep, I guess what she's saying, like she and Sandra were both wild they had the same kind of whatever you know balls they were to the wall. balls to the walls and uh bisexual or whatever, whatever. was going on yep. and they were they were body and rowdy and yes. fun together and um they paved the way for a lot of people but sometimes people get dropped because they don't want to be reminded that this other person knows stuff about them sure 100% and this is before the like, internet, yes, photos, yes, photos. There were no, we had such a different freedom back then, right? Right. So, okay, and I'm, so maybe Sander knows stuff about that, and yeah. and that's what Sandy suspects or whatever. Yeah, is that she knows stuff? Because I got dropped by a friend who got married to a very wealthy uh, guy. Yeah, drop, 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 drop. Why? I knew stuff about her going back in the day. Not that I would have ever said anything, but sure. like she couldn't risk it. It was you, you wow. exposing some of her. Well, just that I knew past. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she didn't trust me to. Right. I guess not uh, do it. It was uh, it hurt my feelings, but we're cool. I've moved on. I haven't seen her since. Yeah, that one hurt. I remember when that happened. Yeah. And now that went down. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to be dropped. So I kind of yeah, think. think that sand because sand they knew each other right from the beginning yeah kind of. when they Back were both in the, in the day, big their 20s yeah you're so wild yep all right fair enough i, I just was kind of surprised to see it and i just feel like we never see madonna with people her own age she's got a love a toy boy in her 20s always and that's been going on for she years has all those children and well and all the children yeah okay, there we go. Julia, she has nine-year-olds <laughs> I would die if I had a nine-year-old right, right now. I you, couldn't handle it for a second. She I has nine-year-olds, Julia. Yeah. You would die if you had a dog. Oh, yeah. No, that's just too that's much. That's too much of a commitment for Laura. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> I have to go home and walk that thing <laughs> twice a day? You pooped on the floor? What? But, I mean, you know, yeah. I know she is helping stuff, but still, that is such a commitment to have all yeah. those children. Yeah. <sighs> and I think... The other thing, the other part of Sandra Bullock's thing, and I know we have to get to the dirt alert, is that I think she sees Madonna fighting to hang on to something that went away so long ago. And I think Madonna doesn't need to fight. Oh, look at Cher. That's what what drives us crazy crazy. is that she's still fighting for something that she doesn't need to fight for. She doesn't need to fight for. Wake up. All right, we'll be back.
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Ollie. Hi, Ollie. Ollie, the Christmas Eve Eve Dirt Alert. It is the yeah. Christmas Eve Eve Dirt Alert, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to take a little siesta, so it's the last Dirt Alert of the week. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and... Nalikuikimaka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we got to start this dirt alert with some bad news. A fifth woman has come forward yeah. wow. accusing Chris Noth of sexual assault. Mm-mm. So this story broke this afternoon. The woman named Lisa Gentile held a press conference with her attorney, Gloria Allred, alleges she was sexually victimized and sexually abused by Chris Noth in 2002. She's claiming that Chris Noth forcibly pulled her, kissed her, and touched her, trying to get him to stop, is what Lisa said. Uh, she said the day after the incident that Chris Noth called her and said, quote, if she ever told a soul about what happened the night before, that he would ruin my career, I would never sing again, and he would blacklist me in the business. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is substantial. And then the fourth woman is a woman who was Kristen Davis stand-in on Sex and the City and like oh. last February she wrote an essay without naming the guy. Okay. Um, it was titled uh, I was Charlotte stand-in on Sex and the City. Some of the behavior I saw still shocks me and she talked about this very toxic man on the set but didn't name him which actor and now she redid her essay and she's like it's him. He was just such a pig to all the women. Yeah, she said that she was Charlotte's stand-in and uh, told The Hollywood Reporter that uh, the first time the, quote, alpha male actor, is what she called her in the Mm -hmm. essay, slid his hands down my back and over my butt, I flinched. I was in my mid-20s. I had worked as an extra on movie sets for over a decade. I had never been manhandled. And he said, that's your spot, sweetie, according to her. Mm. Yeah. So she said... Kristen said that uh, she did her best to stay out of Chris Noth's pass following the interaction. She said, my gut said to quit that first day. Instead, I stayed too long, like staying in a bad relationship for far too many years, hoping I'd preserve and land my big break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what people do, are doing that are working a stand in. They're like, OK, I'm doing this. At least I'm not, you know, I don't have to waitress right now. I'm getting OK money. Right. Doing a stand-in and doing auditions. Well, right. And you're hoping that by being on the set of a show like Sex and the City, you're you're going to meet somebody. You're going to meet somebody. You're going to do a good job. You're going to prove that you can be reliable and trustworthy. vivid stories about all the different ways he harassed her verbally. Right. And, you know, would touch her if he could. How do why anyone think? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You could get away with that anyway. So yeah, think of all the crap that we went through. I know. I I don't know why, but people just got away with it for a long time. I'm glad that they don't as much anymore, I don't think. Mm -hmm. And that people have the platform to tell their stories. Yeah. 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 So that's happening this afternoon. Let's move on to the world of music where a lawyer for Nirvana has formally responded to a law or formally, excuse me, uh, responded to a lawsuit regarding the band's Nevermind artwork. That would be the cover for that album with the band. Yes. Yes. Now, a motion was dismissed to file. It was filed yesterday in a California federal court. And in this filing, the lawyer is arguing uh, that the claims by the baby, now adult, Spencer Eldon, uh, these claims from Spencer, uh, let's go back a little bit. So this lawsuit was filed back in August by Spencer, accused Nirvana of violating federal pornography laws and accused them of exploitation. And the surviving members of Nirvana, the estate of Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love, and the photographer, and the labels that released the album were all named as defendants in that lawsuit. Nirvana's lawyers filing that motion to dismiss yesterday, saying that the claims are, quote, barred by the applicable statute of limitations. Oh, in addition, uh, Nirvana's attorneys are writing that Eldon's claim that the photograph on the Nevermind album cover is child pornography is on its face. Not serious. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. Put it to pass. Put yeah. it to bed. Exactly. So there you go. The motion to dismiss has been filed. We don't know whether or yes. not that is going to happen. Okay. So movement in that direction. Spider-Man No Way Home earned $27.8 million yesterday alone. Wow. Yeah. People are going to see we it. We went. Grant and I both saw it. Did you see it, Holly? I did not. Good. <laughs> Good. Should I? Oh, oh, it is good. I it thought it was good. good that I didn't see it. Oh, no, no, it's good. <laughs> oh, okay, great. It's fun. Fabulous. So uh, $27.8 million one day alone. Now, there is some competition at the box office over the holiday weekend. The other big movies that are coming out are uh, Sing 2 and The Matrix Resurrections, which are both out right now. So if you don't want to see Spider-Man, although... There are movie theaters that are pulling other movies so that they can get more Spider-Man yeah, on the screen. I know it because there's some little movies out there, the Tender I Bar, see the and Journal bar. For, they, Jer- for Jordan, or what's well, supposed to be pulled? good. And well, I don't know. Licorice Pizza Licorice was getting pizza. pulled too. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's her, you know, it's kind oh, of the no. smaller independent movies. But I mean, the movie theaters are desperate. Right. And so it's like, hey, we need butts in the seats. Fine. If this butt wants to see Spider-Man instead of Licorice Pizza, that's what we're going to be doing right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Matrix Resurrection is also on HBO Max. Oh, it is? Okay. It dropped it double? It did both things? Yeah, because it's not the end of the year yet. So oh. that d- distribution business model is still happening. Okay, and I want to remind people, it's only on there for one month. Right. Because King Richard is gone. That's right. So you have to see it. Like, I miss Dune. Um. You have to see it. You only get one month. Mm-hmm. That's right. And mm-hmm. then maybe like six months later or so, it will be back on HBO Max. Right. But you got to catch that window. I watched you about really an do. hour and a half of The Matrix Resurrection. And? Yeah. If you've seen The Matrix, 
You've seen the Matrix Resurrections. What if you don't remember? What a if you thing? don't remember a thing about it, but you didn't like it the first time? Well, I don't. If you didn't like it the first time, I don't think you're going to like it the fourth okay, time. Okay. So, but uh, it, yeah, it, it was fine. And it will. If you don't remember the first Matrix, that's fine because they literally retell the first Matrix in the fourth Matrix. Oh wow! It gets very layered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's two and a half hours again. Mm-hmm. With the Mm -hmm. long movies. Hey, let's go back to a survey of nostalgia in the world of television. According to a new survey, a third of Americans would drop everything to move into the mansion from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I can't even tell you what it looks like. It's a mansion in Bel Air. I What I'm saying is, it's nice. Yeah, and it's nicer than probably anything that any of us People are living in right now. People would drop everything to live there. Yes, other popular homes in this survey would be the Pasadena apartment of the Big Bang Theory, the house uh, from the Brady Bunch, and the apartments from Sex in the City. That's where I'd do that. One. Oh my gosh! In, New in, York. in just like that. Oh, Harry yeah. and Big's apartment. Yep. Amazing. It did, is amazing. Did you watch the Grim fourth episode? Yes, I did. I watched it this morning. And, and so and just like that, they've ruined Sex in the City. Don't I don't recognize don't one it. of these women. Don't talk about it. I don't recognize one of these women. Honestly, it's okay, Julia, because uh, we won't spoil anything. There, there's nothing to spoil. Yeah. Oh, that's even well. They better. did. <laughs> I, I didn't really care for one thing that they did. How they handled the situation. Uh, can you name a character that no, was involved? No, because okay. it'll be a spoiler oh, already. All right. Well, maybe we are It's aligned. just grim, Holly. All right. There's yeah. no fun. There, but yeah. we're going to have fun. We're going to have a happy holiday. That's right. We're giving away $1,000. Yes. Oh, we'll my give gosh. thousand dollars when we come back. Thanks, Holly. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. All right, guys. Let's get to the My Talk traffic here. Just before we get to that $1,000 giveaway, which is real exciting, guys. It's, it's time. It's 532. It's, can we have a drum roll? Well, Grant's maybe looking for a drum roll. I'll take it. Hi, we're the My Talk Owls. And the, this week's this. big host on our post winner, here's Lori Claus drawing the name out of Santa's hat. <laughs> okay, I'm dying. Sharon Hayes from Buffalo, you have won a thousand dollars. No need to call. We have your you, information. If you're listening right now, call. Call. Okay. It'd be so fun. It would be fun. Sharon, Sharon how Hayes exciting! From Buffalo, yeah. So uh, Patty Solom was week one. Melissa Cena week two, and Sharon Hayes week three. And Ron, I'm sorry you didn't uh, win. Ron it registered just like 20 minutes ago when I said we were on the Shop Girls page. Did he? Oh, I'm telling you. Well, Sharon, how ex- how yeah. fun to win $1,000. Yeah, so very thanks fun. to everybody. Very, very fun. Who hangs out and played that very fun game, the yeah. host on the post. Now, do you think I should give pickup lines for the people who... Just might want to pick a plane. Santa Claus. That's right, Julia. If we're out on our sleighs. That's right. Like, this is a fun night to go out if you're single. Last night would have been a fun night to go out. I mean, people need lines, Grant. People need pickup lines. They need things yeah. to say on Tinder. After all, we're, this is a, you know, a time when you're, I could just use a little extra. Well, there's, uh, yes, give, you know, a, give us something give us because some. apparently, what? There's a new study that the loneliest day ever for singles is Christmas Day. 
Oh. So give us something if we run into Santa Claus, what we should be oh. saying to him. Well, I'll give you some naughty ones first. I'll, oh, no. Okay. This is coming as a shock. I know. This is so shocking. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's Wait a second. See. Let me get you on film. Okay. Um. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Well, if you're San, if you're a single Santa, you can say to somebody, "Well, he, that guy might have a nice car, but I got a fast sleigh." I like that. <laughs> um, also, could go either way. Let me help you out of that ugly Christmas sweater. Hey, oh, mm-hmm. that could go either way. Randy, you like the mistletoe down here better. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The stockings are hung, and so am I. Wow. <laughs> bada boom. Bada boom. I can't wait to watch your balls drop. Oh, oh Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord. Okay, has anyone seen that horrible thing going around with the Christmas tree, and you just hear the sleigh bells in the background, oh, and then it zooms no, in? No. <laughs> Unlike Santa, I come more than once a year. Oh, nice one. Nice one. Oh, if I'm Grant, Santa, will you be my hoe? Oh, no. How do you hoe really deep? Yeah, I know it. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. You taught us that yesterday, Santa. Even Santa can't make candy as sweet as you. That's a, that's a cute one. That's All a right, good I'll one. give you some other ones that you could right. maybe realistically use. use. Well, okay. I mean, don't forget to, if you are Santa, don't forget to use the, you want to check out my mistletoe belt buckle. <laughs> oh, is that, that where it is? Of course. <laughs> where you always carry it. Yeah, right. Yeah, we always got one in our pocket somewhere. Uh-huh. Right. Um, let's see. Okay, I'll give you just some maybe some like just like cheesy ones that might actually work. Are you okay. still filming me? I am. Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't I know can't. what I'm gonna do. I'm saving all this stuff for your funeral. Oh, I think great. <laughs> That'll be fabulous. I have so many videos of Lori's cheesy pickup lines, and I'm like, what am I gonna do with them? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put together a movie on you, a documentary. Oh, are you now? And it's gonna just be called Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's just see. like your tattoo. Yeah. Now, what about this one? Have we okay. tried this one before? Give if your left me. leg is Thanksgiving and your right leg is Christmas, <laughs> can I come and visit you between holidays? Is there something there? <laughs> I like I don't that. Know. I like that. Between I don't know. Is there something there? That one was really yeah. funny. <laughs> that was okay, great. I like that one. You looking to get fa la 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 laid? Oh gosh, <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Screw the nice list. All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, is your name Jingle Balls? Because you look like you go all the way. Okay, very. <laughs> okay, that's not a bad one. Not a bad one. Let's see. For... Let's see what could be another one. I don't know. I wonder if Sharon knows that she won yet. Sharon Hayes. Sharon Hayes from Were Buffalo? Were we going to call her and tell her? Did someone call her? No. No, we did last week because we had. It just happened. It happened to where we could work out that way. Mm-hmm. Today, we're hoping maybe she gives us a call. Um, so. Yeah. Don't interfere Follow. with the process. You haven't been here. This I is your haven't. first time. This is my time. first Friday working <laughs> so in three weeks. Now you're going to ask all kinds of promotional, how does it Are work we doing questions. This right? I just want to know. Because she's like just sick of my pickup line, so now she's going to try. Don't fall for it, Grant. Look at how she knows me. Look oh, at yeah. how Don't she fall for the knows distraction. me. Don't fall for it. How about sitting on my lap and see what pops up? <laughs> Getting back to Santa. I don't know how to... Want to see my 12-inch elf? Ooh. I know. I really like delivering the man lines. Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah, well, that's tell. because yeah. you're so much of a better man. <laughs> yeah, really I am. You would have been a hell of a man. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, you would have been... Oh, God. I would have been a hell of a woman with big boobs and a hell of a man. <laughs> with a, yeah, big... But instead, I've just made do what I have with my sparkling personality. <laughs>
Uh, I know it's not Christmas, but Santa's lap is always ready. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And one more. You are what I want for Christmas. Oh, oh that's a nice one. Yeah, yeah, simple, simple. That's I had lovely. to give a nice one. You yeah. know? He had to. You know, just part to of the deal. Actually, Santa's listening. Santa's listening. So, some of my best toys run on batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Your stocking isn't the only thing I'll be stuffing tonight, young lady. Oh, Lori. Or young man. Young man. Yes, you could yeah. be a young man, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Believe me, if you ever saw it, you'd say it glows. <laughs> well, you remember what we Grant earlier in the week his own personal Santa Claus hat. hat oh, yes. yes. And that his, is... only, his, own, his own cover. Yeah. yeah. It's been uh, quite the talk of the house, too. So. Has it? Yeah, funny, it's funny, probably funny. one of the better Christmas presents I've gotten in a long time. Oh, so. oh, appreciate sorry. that. Okay, good. I'm glad we could do that for can you. Can I take a picture of you can I, so I can show Santa exactly what I want for Christmas? That's oh, a good one. Now, yeah. that is very sweet. Well, there you go. I, I can't just be dirty all the time. I well, know. you did a good job, Lori. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take my bow. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> oh. All right, let's, oh. let's... Okay, I want someone to guess how many words are in the song Feliz Navidad. Oh, not many, but but please don't ruin Feliz Navidad because I'm going to tell you the heartwarming story behind Good. it. Good, Do never besmirch a song for very few words, Julia. There's, there's some of there's your favorite seven. songs. There's seven. No words in them. Very <laughs> Hardly any at all. They just sing the same thing over and work, over. Work, 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 work. That's Baby, right. Well, we, the Rihanna one. All yeah. right, let's come back and you're going to tell me all about Felice Navidad. Well, there's going to be a couple other stories before we get to our singing, but people I want to know people about the sing song. along at home with us, Julia, every year on Christmas Eve Eve. Everyone gathers, gathers around Around. The Yule Log, Lori and Julia are singing Feliz Navidad. It's the one song of the year they can actually sing that I don't want to poke my ears out. Exactly. You know, well, let's sing along, everybody, because everyone can sing that song. Yeah. And it is a happy song. It, it is. All right, it listen, is. we'll be right back. For the last bit of our show, so Feliz Navidad. Yes, it is the simplest song ever written. It is only 19 words, you guys, but... Oh. I want you to know the story of because listen, police Felice Navidad is one of the top twenty-five songs that are played in the all holiday over rotation. the world in the radio station. It Jose Feliciano makes money every year, of course, on this song. But you know he's blind since birth, right? Yes. He's Puerto Rican, and he had a song in nineteen sixty-eight, "Light My Fire." Come on, baby, come on. And then he did a folksy rendition of the Star Spangled Banner that got, you know, like uh, a lot of people were upset about how the interpretation of it. And he's doing a holiday album because that's kind of right what you guys do when you have a hit song that, like this. Everyone does it. Everyone does a holiday album. And his um, manager said, We need to come up with a Christmas song. There hasn't been a new Christmas classic since Rockin' Around the Christmas Christmas Tree. tree. Brenda Lee, which just is always in the top ten. It just reached number three this past week. You know, and that song is how old, but it's so it's hard. So anyway, he he wrote the song in ten minutes, and he he said he. Just remember, he's just conjured up being homesick for his family at Christmas, missing them. He's in New York. He's in this studio in L.A. having to come up with a Christmas song. And he said all we did was laugh and eat 
and drink and go singing. That was what my memory was. Right, it was the holidays. And I wanted to feel joyous and I felt so lonely. I wanted to write a joyous song that people could feel good singing, okay. easy to sing. Okay. Maybe you're drinking, maybe you know, and I missed Christmas caroling with them. So that's why that was his inspiration in in coming up with Felice Navidad. Very funny. He wrote it in 10 minutes. Okay. They recorded it in one take. He wrote it in 10 minutes. In I, I totally believe this. That's hysterical. 1970. And it has, um, yeah, it has been on the Billboard charts basically ever since. And of course, coming, it comes back in. Alive. Yes, he's 77. Okay. It always enters the Billboard charts, you know, in the, in the last two weeks of yeah. December. Because I always tease you because it's got no words. It's, it's the got same 19 thing words. Over and over. Well, that's a, now that I know the story, it makes me a little happier. Yes, yes. And so um, he did a ska version in 2017. What does that mean? Uh, you know, we're, Grant, can you find us the ska version of Feliz Navidad by any chance? Oh, ska is uh, ska, that kind of a reggae. Yes, yes, yes. You, know, yes. Sound, you told me about the maybe ska. Maybe you want to hear this, but. Okay. Um, Anyway, and he felt that Christmas carols were very repetitive anyway, but he wanted a happy song. And you do feel happy when that song is on. You're just like, Merry Christmas, you know, it feels mm-hmm. fun to like, yeah. you know, there's an up, upness to that song. I get it. Who's yeah. the who's the ska version by again? Well, it's, it's uh, I don't know. Because I my, have one oh, here. Who else? Who's Holland? Yes, okay, got it. Okay, okay who's Holland? Let me just. Uh, I'm giving it the Dutch flavor that it. it so richly deserves. Uh, who's Holland? Who's Holland? I think so. The ska was like that ska punk from the '90s yeah. with all the brass and. Yeah. All right, so there you go. So that's what we've learned well, today so about much. the simplest song ever written. <laughs> and that is from the New Yorker did a story on Feliz Navidad in last year for the 50th anniversary. Oh, that's so funny. You know, because I'm thinking of there's a few other songs like Rihanna had work, 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 work. Baby, don't you work, 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 mm-hmm. work. Come on, don't you work. And we're like, what? Why? And then we couldn't stop. And, and then we we're it. so sick of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this. I mean, but that song is way more words. But, but it's kind of interesting because some of the rap songs... They have so many lyrics. I can't wrap my arms around any of them. Right. Like, I keep thinking, I re-listened to a song like seven times, hoping the first line will go into my brain. Julia, there is a reason we feel miserably at fill in the blanks. We <laughs> have never sang, unless it's a simple, like, I knew all the words, like, to my pop bubblegum songs, like, when you're, like, a teenager and yeah. teenager, because you tend to these other songs and you right. memorize every single thing right but then we we got to college and we had to we had to memorize other things i remember and learn other things i remember we had no college, room for lyrics no i did i had room for paradise and the dashboard well, lights yes. in college i remember learning every any listen any song that was played at at loud speed or loudness at a kegger right. yes everyone knew it because even if you were learning the wrong words you look matter. at your friend though you and they were out. saying the right words and so you could <laughs> it was a group sing-along you were kegging yeah and singing together Lori, Lori has his friend Sherlyn okay oh my um Lord. and Sherlyn. Grant she yeah. did the rapper's delight 
for everybody when you're because we went to Vegas several years in a row and we'd yes. broadcast from the extra lounge at Planet Hollywood, which oh. by the way is still called the extra I lounge. Know. That would be fun. Oh, we had so, so much fun. fun. We, I'm yeah. telling you, we used to go on a lot of trips. So anyway, so we go there and then her friend Sherlyn gets out there and does. Yeah, she up, she karaoke. Don't stop. The, I mean, she could do the whole song. Nice. Yeah. The first time I met her, which was she. Picked me up at the airport. She was a friend of a friend. And right. It was just like I you was going to stay at her place. She picked me up, and Gangsters Delight was yeah. on. Oh, in her. Dang, gangsters. I thought it was rappers. Rappers Delight. Yeah, yeah. and um, it knew is. knew all the words. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. And we, but we right. you know, in her car the first time mm. I met her, and I fell in love with her on the spot because I'm like, right. oh my god, you know that all I you know is a hands with this girl. Hop, yeah. Don't stop, and then hotel. <laughs> Hip, hippity hip, hip hop. You don't stop a rocket to the bang bang boogie. Said up, jump the rhythm to the oh, yeah. rhythm of the boogity bee. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how the rest of it goes. Look at you. Yeah. Girl. See, and she I knew the whole. I, song. And I That's a lot to get that one down. <laughs> and no matter how many times I practice, you still can't remember it. And it's a hard one to rap because of the cadence. You know, but she was really good. And she she's, was so good. She's, you know, kind of a barrel-chested gal. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Yeah. <laughs> barrel-chested gal. Well, should we have a little fun with Felice Navidad yeah, on that note right let's there? Let's do it. Let's right. do it. <laughs> you, if you don't know the words... You'll learn them. You'll learn them. <laughs> is that it? That yep. is hey, it. Merry Christmas, Grant. Merry Christmas, everybody. Just hope you and your family have a safe, wonderful holidays, and we'll be back. Someday soon. Off you go. <laughs> Someday soon.